You are listening to the postcast presented by the Locked On Senators podcast and, of course, the Glebe Central Pub. I'm your host, Brandon Piller, alongside at Laleem's Martian. And you already know if it's the two of us on your screen or you're listening to this tomorrow, this has been yet another pathetic, embarrassing loss. This time, it was a 5-1 loss to the Anaheim Ducks at home. Martian, you had boots on the ground. Tell us all, was it as pathetic, embarrassing of an effort in the arena as it was on the screen? Because that was tough to watch. I mean, yeah, it was tough to watch, Pilsy. But like, honestly, like at the beginning of the game, I thought the Sens had had some stuff going for them. They were, they were, you know, they were snapping it around. Look, the boys didn't look too terrible at the start for me. But then, you know, as soon as Anaheim started scoring goals, it was like they just kind of disappeared. They just kind of went away, which is not perfect, but. Yeah, to me, I, I mean, Pilsy, I'm like, I don't know. I, I Yeah, it was just like, it was just a weird game. Like, I, And it might be because I was sitting in the rich people seats and mm. the perspective was a little different. But, I mean, the Sens had their opportunities early where they, they could have made some stuff happen. But John Gibson was kind of standing in there. I know he ended up leaving the game there. But for me, it was a, it was a, it was a weird one. I, I don't know. It just didn't it just didn't seem like it was their night. And that happens. Yeah, uh, on the broadcast, Martian, our good friend Noodles, friend of the show, he mentioned the word disjointed a bunch of times. And that's how it felt. Like, how many times were we watching the Sens try to break it out of their own zone and pass off the skate? Or a guy decides, you know what, the passes aren't working tonight. I'm going to carry it out of the zone myself. Slips and falls, blows a tire. Like, it just seemed that the Anaheim Ducks... We talked about it on today's episode. These are pissed off, angry ducks, and they were looking for some vengeance. And they were winning all the loose puck battles. They were playing aggressive. Whenever the Sens would get the puck, it's almost like it was a grenade on their stick and they had to get rid of it. So many turnovers, so much sloppy play that allows the Anaheim Ducks to have prime opportunities. And look, obviously a bad night for Jonas Corposalo, but... As Noodles would say, we're goalie huggers on this show. I think the boys left him out to dry more often than not. Like the first four goals, I didn't think he had much chance on the fifth one he knocks in himself. But this was just a terrible effort all round for yeah. pretty much every single Ottawa center. Like I don't know how we're going to have any Sen Central standouts. Maybe one comes to mind. but Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, you're right, Pilsy. Like they, they, they just couldn't get anything going for themselves, and it seemed like every time Anaheim got, you know, a second crack at a puck, it was going in the back of the sense net. So, I don't know, man. It's, 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 it's interesting. I, I, I thought for a second there that you know the Sens might be able to rip off a few wins here with these weaker opponents, but yeah, Anaheim Ducks team that is no better record wise than Ottawa, basically running train on them tonight like it was yeah, it was scary. a clinic it was an absolute clinic so i mean you look at the you look at the goal scores for anaheim too and it's kind of a lot of the guys you expect right frankie vitrano has been lighting it up this year yep. he's got 23 now after this game mason mctavish is a you know kind of a bit of a local guy who you know he looked you think good out there he did look good out there and i was talking to my buddy before the game and during the game i was like yeah look out for him right so Mason McTavish gets his stuff done. He gets two tonight. He's got 15 now in the season. And then Cam Fowler, he's like their version of Thomas Shabbat, I find out there. He's very silky smooth. He kind of flies under the radar a lot of time. He logs a lot of minutes. So, um, you know, he ends up getting one at the end of the game there too. So, 
I don't know, man. I, I honestly, I I don't have I don't have a ton to say about the Sens' effort. <laughs> honestly, it's like you know they just got beat. They just got straight up beat. They weren't ready to go. So I don't know if they were feeling a little bit overconfident. You know, Josh Norris didn't want to knock my seltzer off tonight. He didn't mm. want to score goals. Um, so guys like that, like you know, we need more out of guys like Norris. Stussel is another one, right? Who's who's probably not playing up to the, the most of his ability. A lot of giveaways from Timmy tonight. Over stick handling. I get some tape on that stick, Timmy. Like jeepers. Like, yeah, like, maybe finish off the the blade with some tape there because oh, it was mean, not hanging on his stick very well tonight. Oh, his, his stick is like a. It's, it's it's almost like he's got grease on the thing. Like the way he's over stick handling and the pucks coming off of it. It's just like man, like what do we got to do here to just control the play and 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 you know make some good make some good plays out there. Timmy, Timmy didn't have it today. A lot of the boys didn't have it today. Special teams was absolute garbage. Um, you know, it doesn't get much worse, Martian. The Anaheim Ducks go two for two. Matt yeah, 100%. 100%. And I'll do some more math for you, uh, Martian. The Ottawa Senators go 0 for 4. That's good for 0%. So when you're getting destroyed in the special teams like that, you don't stand much of a chance to win the game. However, on the flip side... If you're the Anaheim Ducks and you're sitting there with 15 straight minutes without a shot on goal in the middle of the game, you're probably thinking you also don't deserve to win this game. Yet, they come out with a commanding 5-1 win over the Ottawa Senators. And Martian, it was just a, a few nights ago, the Montreal Canadiens dusted the Ducks 5-0. And now yeah. the Ottawa Senators lay an egg like this and allow the Ducks to just walk right over them on their home turf. Yeah, I mean, it's garbage, Pilsy. And uh, one of the things that I really noticed tonight, just being on the lower level and, and watching the guys on the four check a lot, because we actually, we were in the, we were in 113 for the first period where the Sens were shooting. So we're right there in the fifth row. Nice. And then second period, we we jetted over to the box, my my comp, my work company box. We're shooting the other way. Get a couple free beers and a, and a nice easy piss without having to wait in line, right? That's not a big deal. Huge. And then we're you know we're watching the four check though, and then we go back to our one thirteen seats for the third period. But we're watching the we're watching you know the sends on the four check, and I, I kept on saying I'm like, why are we not burying guys on this four check place? Like the, you know, there's so many opportunities. I saw actually the first goal in particular. Matty Joseph could have killed that Mintino. Whatever, what's this Minchikov. <laughs> Minchikov, he could have smoked him behind the net. He was making an outlet play, and he laid up. He didn't. He didn't decide not to hit him. It, I mean, it would have been an absolute monster collision. They were both flying, but as soon as you know, Minchikov gets free there, he goes the other way, and he ends up getting that goal. But if Matty Joe would have just, I, I'm not knocking Matty Joe. He had a great game in his own, but he could have absolutely killed that kid behind the net, and he just didn't. And there were several times where I'm watching the Sens on the forecheck where they could have laid into guys and they just fly by. It's like, dude, hit them. You know, we're calling for it. Like, I had a couple animals sitting behind me in 113 as well, by the way. It was like a full beer league team of dudes who are Sens fans. Nice. And they were they were classic. But, like, we were all calling for it. It's like, dude, why are they not hitting anybody? It's, it's, it's actually scary how this league is – and I'm not I'm, – by no means knocking the women's game, but they're more physical than the NHL right now. I, I'm serious. 
it's it's scary how these guys are not committing the hits. Um, yeah, it's the no hit league. It's the NHL. It's the no hit league. And that's the thing, Martian. Like you got the kind of squad that okay, maybe you're gripping the stick too tight offensively. You're not getting the chances you think. This team has the guys that can turn it around physically, like Brady Chuck, Parker Kelly. Like these guys should be running guys through the board, Ridley Gregg, to try to spark up some intensity. There just wasn't any of that in tonight's no. game. And I thought there was a lot of guys that kind of were zeros out there. You already mentioned Tim Stutzla, not a great game for him there. Jacob Chikrin didn't like his game. Like uh, McTavish got in his kitchen uh, near the end there behind the play, behind the net. Chikrin lost his mind and McTavish uh, ends up, uh, both of them end up going to the box. But you could tell the frustration from Jacob Chikrin. I thought Drake Batherson didn't exactly have a great game either. Like there's just so many guys where like, you hope that of all the offensively talented players that this Ottawa Senators team has, you hope that more than just Claude Giroux, the guy in his late thirties could get things going here, but ultimately no one really, I, I thought there was a couple decent chances, but not enough up against a weak Anaheim Ducks team that uh, was barely getting shots on goal. But yet anytime they had prime opportunities, they seemed to be burying. Yeah, and you know that like Mason McTavish is one of those kids. We used to hear the stories of him in his draft year going coming back to Ottawa and playing against Claude Giroux in like scrimmages and you know giving him the business, right? So he doesn't he doesn't care who he's up against. It doesn't matter if it's Jacob Chikrin, who's a star in this league, who you know is well established. And and Mason McTavish is establishing himself, you know, at this at this point in his career, but um, you know, he, he doesn't care who it is. He's going to get in your grill. And that's, that's the kind of hockey that like, I really appreciate as soon as guys realize that they, you know, I don't care if I've been watching you play for the last 10 years of my life, you yeah. know, when I'm coming up, you know, they get right in their face. It's like Ridley Gregg, same thing now. Right. Um, but Mason McTavish is a, is a really good player. So, he, you know, he, he doesn't care if, if it's Jacob Chickering or anyone else out there that he's dealing with, he's going to. He's going to do his own thing out there. And, and the Sens need to just be more ready, I feel like, for a team like the Ducks, where I, to me it's 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 them looking at this group and saying, like, oh, we're going to beat the crap out of these guys, right? We're playing well. We've got our stuff together here. And they caught the Ducks caught the Sens sleeping tonight because they, they obviously weren't ready as they could have been. Big time. And uh, as producer Ross titled, titled this episode, worst effort this season brings Ottawa Senators win streak, a four game win streak, their largest of the season to a screeching halt. And it's too bad because like if you're able to put away the Ducks, then you got Chicago, another team you should be able to beat. And you can keep this rolling to try to get some momentum heading into next week where you're going to be up against two powerhouse teams in Florida. And if you're looking on the graphic here, like, Ottawa is beating the Ducks in all the statistic categories we have, essentially, except for blocks, which, I mean, the Ottawa Senators had a lot more shots, so that's going to happen. And then this is what I want to key on, in on here, Martian, is the 0 for 4 power play. Like, I thought yeah. the Ducks, it almost was like things were going too well for the Ducks, and they were trying to give this one back. And you could see the frustration. Uh, I'm blanking on the Ducks head coach, but you could see the frustration on his face when they're getting those penalties. He's like man, are we really going to shoot ourselves in the foot like this? And, yeah. well, he's and the like, Ottawa Senators don't take advantage. Like, I didn't even think there was that many good opportunities on the power play. Yeah, and it's Greg Cronin that uh, is the head Greg coach. Greg Cronin, yep. Uh, yeah, but at the same time, uh, man, like, the Sens personnel 
decisions on the power play right now is so wonky to me. It's like you've got Josh Norris, who's like the off-wing sniper who is playing power play one, but they've got him playing the left side. And he I hate left. that so much. He should be back on the right because otherwise he's basically – he's useless. Basically. And then, and then you've got Dominic Kubalik out there on the second unit like what is he doing out there he's a joker like he doesn't he doesn't score he doesn't do anything they're trying to you know there's a lot of talk of him obviously getting traded he's getting, they're trying to showcase him but like what's this guy worth at this point Pilsy, if they get a sixth round pick for him i'll be shocked you know what i mean he's yeah. he's he's not doing anything out there so why is he getting power play time he shouldn't be throw out ridley Gregg out there honestly he's a he's an absolute dog he's gonna do the right things and he's gonna make the right place the personnel issues to me is the is the the storyline there with the with the power play going over four tonight. I was screaming from the rooftops tonight, Pilsy. I was like, well, why is Kubalik on the ice? First of all, it makes no sense. And 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 the Josh Norris thing is a whole other thing, but whatever. I'm not gonna ride him too hard. He, even though I didn't want to knock my seltzer off tonight. I, I tried to get him to it was <laughs> Spill my drink, you coward. You know, the warm-ups are funny, right? There's a lot of kids around. I feel like a bit of a loser standing there trying to get him to knock Secret. my car. You know, I, like, whatever. Like, But he didn't – I don't even know if he even saw it. But at the same time, like, he could have came in there and smoked the glass and then also, like, accidentally hit a kid. So, like, maybe it's better that he didn't. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's better. And you get to keep your $13 alcohol of beverage, which if you yeah. were watching this game like the rest of us, you probably – needed that beverage uh amongst other beverages as he got one cracked right now and it was a tough one for the ottawa senators to lose a game like this and there's really no excuses for it like all it comes down to is lack of effort like it just seemed like this anaheim ducks team was pissed off the ottawa senators were riding high on their four game win streak and they had almost that entitled attitude and the ducks were like we got something to prove here and they yeah. proved it with a 5-1 to one win over the Ottawa Senators where no one was really good. Uh, after the break, we will try to come up with some Sen Central standouts. Martian, you can take this time to pause and ponder and take a look at your notes and the stats and think, huh, is any one of these players in this dumpster tire fire of a loss worth standing out? But I'll beat you to it, Martian. There is one standout or at least a place that's a Sen Central standout, and that is the Glebe Central Pub, a magical place where the vibes are free at the GCP. You can find them at 779 Bank Street. We love the Glebe Central Pub because they are the official sponsor of the postcast. They're one of our OG local sponsors, and by now, all of you good people in the chat know about the Glebe Central Pub. Every time we start these ad reads, people start talking about Sue. We know how legendary Sue is. Sue, for people that don't know, is the bus driver that drives the Send shuttle that will take you from the Glebe Central Pub to the CTC, have a couple seltzers with the Leams Martian, have a good time, and then get back on the bus and go right back to the GCP and have yourself a blast. Keep the good times going or keep the sorrows drowning in your seltzers or in whatever drink you want because in the postcast we vent or we vibe and the Glebe Central Pub is the perfect place to vent or vibe. 
especially amongst friends. Misery loves company. So join other Sens fans at the Glebe Central Pub. Check out the Sens Shuttle so you can go to more Sens games. That They want to get as many Sens Central citizens to the games as possible. Only $17 for a round trip. Guys, check out the Glebe Central Pub today. The vibes are free at the GCP. And this episode is also brought to you by our friends over at Game Time. Do you want tickets in... The, uh, section 113 and in the box so that you can flip from watching the sends on one side of the ice to the other well martian a way you can do that and a way you probably did that was through the game time app because the game time app is the official ticketing app of the locked on podcast network and we love it because it's the fast and easy way for you to buy tickets to sports like the sends game Comedy, like the Sens game. Music, the Sens DJ is awesome, although we don't love Hell's Bells more than we love Danger Flutes. And theater, maybe some tragic theater, like the Sens game. Because with killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and a best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. And the Game Time guarantee means you will always get the best price. In fact, if you find tickets in the same section in a row for less, Game Time's going to go ahead and credit you 110% of the difference. Math guy, that's money back in your pocket. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDON for 20 bucks off your first purchase. You're saving money again. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDON. I'll spell it out for you. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for 20 bucks off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. Whew. All right, we are back. Hey, Rosie, great job on those ad reads, brother. I was I was feeling myself on those ad reads. I wish I could help you. I don't get those scripts, so I don't. You had the you had the guaranteed part down pat. I should have passed it over <laughs> to you to to just put that one away, just tuck that one yeah, away, like Mason McTavish did backdoor on Jonas Corposalo for one of his goals, one of his two goals on the power play. Martian, I have given you time to reflect, to yeah. do some soul searching. Mm-hmm. Is anyone on this Sens roster? worth a Sen Central standout. Anyone? I mean, to me, there's one guy. and It's partly because of my seating location. I had a great spot in the third period when when Claude Giroux came down. He kind of created this one for himself. It was an unassisted goal, I believe. He uh, turned it over in the neutral zone and then kind of walked in nice and slow, the way Claude does. You know, he slows the game down nicely. He's a veteran. And he walked that thing in and he just ripped it. And he, you know, something about him is, he doesn't shoot a ton every game, but when there's a weaker goalie, or I, I don't want to say weaker goalie, because I think Donskoy is, is it, what's his name? Is it Donskoy? Dostal. Sorry, my bad. You're thinking of Jonas Donskoy. <laughs> I was, yeah. No, uh, uh, Dostal is a younger goalie who's kind of unfamiliar probably to Claude Giroux. And he goes, I want to test this guy out. And and Claude's got a great shot when he when he decides to unload it, and that's what he did. So he, he, he let a nice little wrister go. It was right in front of me. It was beautiful to watch, Pilsy. Um, despite it being, you know, four nothing at that point, four one after the goal. Um, and for me, it's got to be Claude Giroux. He played a, a solid, you know, it was a nineteen forty or wait, nineteen thirty four out there for Claude. Fifty percent of the dots, not his best night, but it's better than average. It's, it's about average, I guess. And um, you know, I thought Claude, I thought Claude was was his guy. So it, just the fact that he scored the goal for me. I'll give him the standout for that alone. 
Yeah, Martian, uh, I think that when I alluded to this one guy, maybe that could have a sense of standout. It was Claude Giroux, and the chat seems to agree with you as well. Yeah. A couple people saying, uh, you know, stick taps to Gannett. Uh, Branny had a decent game with some block shots, but no one else really had enough of a game for to elicit a Sin Central standout here. We're going to hear what hey, head coach... Maybe you should do an anti-standout. Yeah, true. A stand down. Sin Central standout. Stand down. <laughs> <laughs> that actually is something we should do. And, Martian, I'm sure you and I will get to coin well, that maybe phrase. Maybe we just hammer the boys. Yeah, I think we'll be able to coin that phrase often. And uh, just like... The weird loss music at the start of the postcast that seems that's like Laleem's Martian, uh, and Brandon Pillar WWE entrance song right there. At this point, we're getting sick. Dude, what is wrong with hearing that one? Us, is it us? I, I really didn't think it was us, Martian, but like the it can only be chalked up to the fact the Sens heard on the podcast it was going to be a Pillsy and Martian one. They're like, well, let's keep taking these nights off. And it's not even like they just lose when you and I are doing the postcast. They get no. smoked every time. It, it makes it very difficult. But Yeah, if if there's a Send Central citizen in the chat that has too much time on their hands and wants to do a goal differential for uh, the different hosts of the postcast, that would be greatly appreciated. It'd probably be well into the negatives. We, we'd have Winnipeg uh, wind chill temperature, probably goal differential of Leams Martian and Pilsy postcasts here. Uh, later on, we're going to do what we always do or try to always do in the postcast. Listen to Jacques Martin. Let's see if he can explain it to uh, us that makes sense or at least can try to instill some sort of hope or maybe he's just going to lay into the boys just like we have been. But Martian, before we do that, and producer Ross, hold off on that because I want to ask Martian one more question here. You were at the game. You got to see the vibes of how things were going. So is this the kind of game where Martin, we haven't heard from him yet, so maybe this is what he does. Let's see. But he just goes, all right, let's burn the tape on this one. Shred it, forget it, leave it alone. Or is this one where you're like, tomorrow morning, bright and early, all 23 of you guys plus goalies are getting in the film room and we're breaking this down because this is unacceptable and we can't let this happen again. To me, you you've got you can't just burn the tape on any game at this point in the season, right? You gotta you gotta teach these guys, you know, failure is the best uh teacher for you know for being better. Um, apologies, my dog is going. But you know, like you know, Failures, failure is good for teaching lessons. So for me, it's like you got you got to teach these guys what they did wrong. I'm sure there's tons of tape that proves that they had a terrible game. Um, so for me, he's got to break it down. He's got to break it down. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Hansel wants to get in the mix there too. He's not too happy about how that game turned out. So sorry about that. No, no worries at all. Uh, so you've heard enough from me. You've heard enough from Martian. You've heard enough from Hansel. Producer Ross, why don't we throw it over to head coach Jacques Martin? Jacques, did you get a sense early on that this was going to be maybe one of those games? Yeah, I thought, you know, I just didn't think that uh, our compete level was high enough. I mean, like, uh, I give them credit. They, they, you know, they all worked us. They worked hard. They were on the puck. Uh, you know, we didn't have time and space. And, uh, you know, it's a team that uh, obviously, you know, they had lost badly the last game. They had hard practice yesterday. And, you know, they got the message and, you know, we, we had a good stretch going. So I think that, uh, you know, we just got to regroup and it's not the opposition. We, we've got to be better, you know. I think uh, 
So we'll have a meeting and practice and get ready for our next game. Was there anything said after the first period and, and just because you, you started the was there anything said after the first period? You started the second, I think not allowing a shot for something like twelve minutes and then yeah, you know, like I, I thought we did a better job, but still, we didn't have a lot of chances. You know, we had some, like the chances, I think the second period were 5-5. Five, five. Uh, you know, again, probably tonight, last game, the special teams won the game for us. Tonight, they were the ones that got two power play goals on two opportunities, and we didn't get any on the power play. You know, so we needed to be better on our special teams, and, uh, you know, and we need to be better o- overall. Was the decision just to change up the lineups in the second period of the lines something to kind of both, like, change the... Yeah, they're, you know, I changed, I shuffle all the lines and just, you know, trying to get some life, trying to get some something going and, you know, it just uh, maybe like, you know, Ridley Gregg's got an empty net, you know, misses the net. Maybe if we score there, maybe, you know, it's early in the period, maybe it gives us some more life, but hey, you just those things happen. I think, you know, we just got to... Be prepare uh, tomorrow to, uh, you know, to do an examination of the game and uh, be prepared for Saturday. So Jacques keeping it short and sweet there. And yeah, that that is a good point by him, though. I was ready to pull my hair out on that one. Look, obviously we love Ridley Gregg, but he's usually a meat and potatoes guy. He's got a wide open. Well, I shouldn't say wide open, but he's got a prime scoring opportunity. He does pull a move that fools uh, Gibson and opens that net up even more for him. But then he loses it and you're like, ah, I think if you just would have ripped it quickly, you could have beat him there. So that was frustrating. Uh, much like this entire game was frustrating and Martian Jacques kind of followed suit with what you were saying and said, hey, we're going to get back to practice and take a look at what went wrong here. And uh, I'm going to take a look back at that. I lost count. Someone should do a shrug count on Jacques there. And that like perfectly embodies what to do when you're trying to d- explain this game from the sense. It's like, well, it's just a bad effort and we'll try to do better. Like it's just a sh- total shrug of a game. I know. I, I, I love Jacques these days in the media. Like I remember him for sure, like in the first stint, like when he was the coach of the Sens and the way he was, he was a little more like, I don't know. I don't know if stern is the right word, but maybe, you know, he was, he was always very like, like direct. direct and, like, yeah. and now he's, he's very open and he's very like, on. he's, he's got nothing to lose. Every availability he has, he's got nuggets, right? Yeah. Like that are the great insights into the team. I know Ross tweeted out a great tweet earlier today about you know his availability prior to the game tonight and i i, I just I, i'm really liking jock's vibe that he's bringing to this group <clears throat> obviously they need a guy like him who's a teacher who can you know hold them accountable to all the different little details in the game and things like that but um you know he he's doing a good job i i, I definitely you can't blame jock like when the team fails it's not on him it's 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 the team it's it's the same old stuff that's creeping back into their game so I don't know. I I like that. I like I like a little Jacques availability for sure. Oh, we all do. It's a fun part of the postcast to listen to the head coach and uh, friend of the show. Mike Kelly had a great uh, Twitter thread on how the Sens have been playing under Jacques Martin. So go check that out if you haven't seen it already. We're going to try to get him on the show to discuss that sometime next week, and we're going to be discussing this game. Unfortunately, again. But fortunately, it's the Locked On Senators podcast. We're going to be talking about it tomorrow's Friday. You guys know we'll have an episode for you. 
on Apple, on Spotify, on YouTube. You can see our mugs. Try to figure out this game. We're going to get producer Ross's opinion on tomorrow's episode. But it's the postcast. We vent to revive. This was a vent cast. Not a, not a fine cast. Not a vibing postcast. It was a vent cast. Capital V vent cast. Yeah, de- definitely a vent cast tonight. But Pilsy, like, let's 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 focus on the positive a little bit here for you Ooh. and I. We got a nice little Monday coming up here. Uh, family, yes. you and I are going to be heading to Belleville. We're going to be watching the the Belleville Sens uh, take. I believe it's the Hershey Bears. Is, is that? Yep. Who yeah, so, uh, you know, it's a nice little matinee. You know how I love a matinee. So, you know, Pills, like, it's not all bad, buddy. You know, being a Sens fan is not all that bad. We're going to – we got good times ahead. And obviously, yeah, Ross is uh, – producer Ross is throwing up the jersey here. Man, I, I love the way these things turned out. Obviously, They're beautiful. I mean, they look sick, right? Like, there's another image, too. I don't know if Ross is going to be able to pull it up for us. But, like, they, they did the close-up of the logo that I designed here. Uh, there it is. Yeah, perfect. Nice. Yeah, thanks, Ross. Yeah, dude. Like to me, like that gets me going. That like this is gonna be on the. You nailed it. I, I love how they they broke down all the little things that you know me and David Foot. David Foot was really the main guy that I was dealing with on the Belleville side for yep. the designing Footy. of the jersey. You know, Footy and I were going back and forth on all the little things that we wanted to change about the Senegal jersey, and then adding that uh, that logo. So. Um, really cool for me to be able to like. We're, I mean, we're gonna get to witness this 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 piece of art on on the ice there, right? Yep. And yeah, the shoulder patches. Yeah, that's something that um, you know, footy footy kind of put out there, and I was like, okay, I'll look into it, and then we we got that done too. So I mean, it looks it, to me, I I don't want to pump my own tires here, but I, I think it looks freaking awesome. No, it's incredible, buddy. You did yeah. a great job. You nailed it. Uh, you know I'm a sucker for the laurels, so you hooked me up there. This is I'm gonna be copping this jersey 100 when I am boots on the ground at CAA Arena in Belleville with you, Marsh. And I'm glad you brought that up. That's nice to leave it on a good note. Hey, everyone, if you're in the Belleville area or not, I'm driving three hours to get there. Martian's coming all the way from the nation's capital. Make it to this game. I don't want to see a green seat in the CAA arena. Let's cover all those green seats. Let's get as many Sen Central citizens as we can there. And then we got the Senators playing later on. So you get double dose of Sens hockey on Monday, family day. I'm stoked to go back to where it all began for me as a from replay guy to uh, to going belly with the, fill in. Yeah, belly fill in. And now I get to be joined by the graphic design extraordinaire of Laleem's Martian that will be making its debut on the ice, the belly jerseys. Make sure you get those. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Everyone in the chat, we love you guys. Misery loves company. This was a tough one. We vented. We got it all out. But we're going to hear about how Ross felt about this game in tomorrow's episode of the Locked On Senators podcast. So check it out. It was a 5-1 loss at the hands of the Anaheim Ducks. For myself, Brandon Piller, for at Aleem's Martian, for producer Ross, thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Locked On Senators podcast, postcast, the ventcast. And you guys already know, since it's the Locked On Senators podcast, it's your team every day.